<laughs> so I have been having a slow packed kind of summer with the family and I'm looking forward to some beach rest. But first, wrap up these summer hours in school and then by God's grace, I will be all done. Yes! <laughs> the next for me though, and I am free woman, is a whole lot of goodness. Some fun, exciting things are on the horizon. And I must say it is so difficult working in God's timeline for as much as me and the executive team are wanting to burst out and do what he is downloading on our hearts. We know that timing is everything. And so we continue to plan, prep and get ready to launch some amazing things to come in the future. And so just stick around because I am excited and I know that when we launch these things, it's going to be amazing and it's going to heal so many hearts and minds as we do here at Choose to Live Free podcast. And so today I have some exciting conversation that I want us to get into. But before that, I want to introduce ourselves. So let's go. Hi friend, hi dear sister, this is Kate Aikokadezi and it is great to have you listening. What I aim to do with this podcast and the wider ministry of I Am Free Woman is to help you heal and transform your heart and mind as you choose to live free in Christ every day. I believe healing is our choice and once we embrace this process, we can truly heal others as we are healed. So I say heal people, heal people. I want to quickly welcome our new listeners to the podcast and to the show. I will take my time and say some names, but today just welcome, welcome, welcome. You are joining us today for an episode where I get to sit down with a friend to the show. I want you to meet Krista Joy Spath, founder of Krista Joy Ministries. This blessed wife, mother of two, and businesswoman is passionate about living up to God's plans for her every single day. So much, so much, so much that in 2022, Krista stepped down from her decades-long career as a registered dietitian at a large food manufacturing company to pursue the promptings of the Lord and encourage others in Christ. I love it. Today, Krista owns and operates Krista Joy Ministries, where she publishes her own books, writes daily encouragements, and God whispers on her social media accounts. So I can't wait for you all to hear what we discussed and kind of got into in our conversation. But as you listen, here are some nuggets for you. Get God's word deep in your heart every day. I cannot say that enough. Run after God if you must. Focus on his heart and his hand will hold you fast. Quieting the noise allows you to hear from God. When God prunes, he also pours out his love. Ooh, I love that. During your journey, don't give up, rather pause and listen. Creative and unique is how God works with us. Prayer is a dialogue between you and God. Make it your own. When you can't seem to find your bearings, step away and listen. Be who God designed you to be and know that God is weaving a story in you. I love it. We had a great conversation, and which I know you will enjoy too. And um, some of the things that we talked about are so practical in our everyday lives. And so remember to choose to be free, choose to live free, choose to stay free, being faithfully renewed, encouraged, and exceptional. This is Kate, your Chief Joy Activator. Until next time, I want you to listen to this conversation. May God's goodness and mercy follow you always. And remember, healed people heal people. So choose to be free, choose to live free, choose to stay free. And until next time, go Go out into the world and heal someone today. Enjoy the conversation and choose to live free. I love you. Bye. <laughs> hey, Krista. How are you? Hi. Thank you so much for having me here today. Truly, I am filled with joy that I get to be here. You just exude joy. And so it's just 
so excited to have this conversation with you. <laughs> I always say that people can't see my guests yet. I am actually planning on starting to record the video and putting them on YouTube at some point. So nice. anyone who has been on the podcast so far, I'll have to have y'all come back. <laughs> <laughs> So we can put you on YouTube. Gonna see everybody. Uh, see everybody, right? Um, but Krista, it is great to meet be here. I mean, we've spoken, we've connected, and I want you to tell my lovely audience, our dear sisters, a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Yes. Well, so I am Krista Joy Spaith, and I am a wife of over twenty six years. Wow. Uh, <laughs> mom of two. I guess they're adult boys now, 18 and 22. It's like, wow, <laughs> how did that happen? And I am an author and a soon-to-be podcaster. Woo! <laughs> so super excited about that whole new uh, adventure with the Lord and truly a lover of Jesus and just running after his will for my life every day. Yeah. yeah. I, I just hear you say that a lover of Jesus, it brought tears to my eyes a little bit because, and we're just talking about this in the intro, but I think I want to hear, I want to share it with you. So I was just telling Krista about a book that I just got that I'm excited to read, but this is what starts the first chapter of this book. It says, how can I know there's a God? And this author says that, hmm. <laughs> I was saved by God when I was five years old. I was called to by God into the ministry when I was 15. I made a pledge to God to remain faithful to my bride when I was 21. I serve God by pastoring a large church. I write and talk about God to a lot of people. I converse with God every morning, night, and throughout the day. I write and talk about God to a lot of people. That's what That's awesome. captured my heart when he yeah. wrote that. I write and talk yeah. about God to a lot of people. Yeah. As we get into your story as an author, writer, speaker, soon to be podcaster, but I'm not going to say soon to be podcaster, right. speaking it into being. That's right. Thank you. As we get into your story, you know, we are all about breaking free and breathing again and breaking through. Um, I want you to share with um, the audience why are you here? How, why, how, how have you gotten here? Oh, I love to be, that. To be Krista Joy and know that you are Krista Joy Speak. Well, it's definitely been a journey. So like this author you're talking about, I became a Christian when I was four. So very young, grew up in a Christian home, went to a Christian private school, um, K through 11th grade and lived a Christian life. And I have air quotes here because I, I tried to be a good person and was doing devotions. And yet I, I had in the back of my head for a long time, like, God, there's gotta be something more mm -hmm. like this, you know, this life is, it's good, but it's like, I feel like there's more God, like help me. And I was reflecting on this and I really began pursuing God more six years ago when I was in Africa. So I was in Eswatini. Well, at that time it was called Swaziland, just teeny tiny little country um, surrounded by South Africa, I believe. And uh, it was life transformational there. I, I loved the you know, the church that I went with. I still go to that church, the organization I was with and just saw, um, was so touched with those that were giving their lives to, to serve the children there. And I was like, okay, God, boy, that just was tugging on my heart. Like, this is what I want to do. God, I want to serve you in this way. And so really thinking I was going to do international nutrition, um, and was starting my journey of seeking after God more, but in the midst of that, well, COVID hit, you know, 2020, Starting in March, I was like, okay, God, so here I am now. I don't have a commute. Uh, so I spent that time reading the Bible more and praying. So I had 45 minutes in the morning that I used to drive and I focused on God. And it was through that journey of really running after God that he started to speak to me. And I was like, wow, I was blown away by like, God can speak to me so intimately and personally in, in new ways that I had never 
had before, but it was in October of 2021 that the Lord woke me up from a deep sleep and he said to me, help the hurting. And it was in that moment of my, my long journey with him, it was like, I knew I needed to leave my corporate job. And I also knew that I wasn't going to know what my next step was. <laughs> so with a huge leap of faith with my husband by my side, I was like, okay, I'm going to step out. And that was scary. So scary. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I think I know, but I didn't know. And when I left my corporate job in January of 2022, a week later, the Lord started giving me visions and speaking to me and said, you're going to write. And I found mm -hmm. out pretty soon after that I would be writing a book to help others know how much God loves them and seeks them. He chose them and that he wants to speak to them. So that's mm -hmm. been mm -hmm. my break three, break free kind Moment. of journey. Listen, yeah. it, it's, you know, six years sounds like forever when you are in the presence of God because he keeps showing you visions and he kept showing you all these things and yes as you were talking two words that or oh, one word and a phrase that really stood out to me was focus you did something mm -hmm. you focused and then you said so that true. instead of running after God I was recently listening to either a podcast or reading an article that, that talks about how people choose to believe in God or not believe in God. And the communicator really said something bold. She said that, you know, the bottom of everything, you know, people really do know that there is a God, mm -hmm. but it's all the life circumstances and stuff that really draws them away. And so when that happens, they are not willing to accept that word, accept, you know, when you accept that God is there and God is real, you are essentially now opening your heart up to nice. him. And that's what he wants access to, right? Absolutely. And so when you talked about focusing and running after God for not having 45 minutes in your morning to all of a sudden have, having 45 minutes in your routine, can you share with us what that transformation felt like from night and day like oh I'm always running in traffic da, 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 and all of a sudden I have 45 minutes can you share with us what that transformation felt like mm -hmm. and when you truly felt like oh wow I am being filled again with the Holy Spirit oh I'm trying I'm trying to put this into words here so although I've always read the Bible, it was like, wow, the scripture was popping off the page. It's like, you know, you, you hear that it's like, you know, living word, like, wow, yes, I, I experienced that the God was speaking through his scriptures every day. And it's like, I have highlighters all over the house. I'm like, oh, God, I've read this verse so many times before, but it's speaking to me right now and it mm -hmm. has so much meaning to me so yeah. uh, I absolutely can see that because it happens to a lot of people when they start really sitting with God and sitting in front of his his face and kind of being like I need you to pour as much as you want onto me you know so this moment of you sitting with God and allowing him to speak to you when you open your heart and making time for him, um, all the adventures that you went on in 2020, 2021, 2022, you leave your corporate job and all that. Did, was it difficult for you to transition from corporate job and just be like, I don't know what you have for me, but I'm good. Were you one of those that felt like I'm good or most of us were like, uh, I don't know, because this sounds kind of scary. <laughs> it was an emotional roller coaster. I really, I was so scared. I was like, I'm leaving this job, which was a great job. I had it for 24 years. I was making more than my husband. So that like that financial change was like, whoa. So it was like, okay, this is a leap of faith. Did I really hear you, God? Is this really what you're wanting me to do? And like I said, I did not, I didn't have peace until I left. I was nervous and questioning myself, 
questioning God, like, is this real? Is this what you want? But once I took that step, really, I was able to breathe deeply and like, oh, there's peace now. Now that yeah. I've crossed over, oh, that was great. <laughs> and I love what you said about there's peace. And for me, I recently went through the whole two years um, of figuring that out about having peace to do something. And when God is not ready to pull you out of something, don't don't wrestle with it, you know, just leave it be. And I am still in my corporate job. And for my listeners, they've heard me say, I left, I'm leaving, I left, I'm leaving. (laughs) (laughs) And recently, um, you know, a few things happened and God was like, why are you rushing to Mm -hmm. leave when I'm asking you to stay? Like, stay, just stay, you know? And he started to unveil and reveal why he wanted me to stay or why he wants me to stay where I'm at for now. But when you do these things and you open your heart up to him, as you were talking, I was trying to remember even yesterday when I went on my walk, what it felt like. I walked about um, five miles and then towards the end of the five miles, that's when I really felt my heart just burst you know, with a lot of joy, a lot of um, what they will call cathartic in, in therapy. We do that where all of a sudden you have a revelation and I just could not help myself but crying, just enjoying the walk, you know, listening to worship music and crying and stuff like that. So during your writing experience, when did you know that God was really calling you to talk about how he wants to speak to his daughters, powerful whispers. Well, I was actually at a prayer cabin. So I was off by myself up in Northern Wisconsin. Um, And the name of the cabin is called Whispers. Uh, But it was there where I, I didn't have the noise. I didn't have the pressure of work anymore. That, That noise was quieted and it didn't have the noise of like the home. They didn't have like, oh, I have to do laundry and I have to make meals. And it was just me and God. And it was there that God started for the first time ever speaking to me in paragraphs. And so I had you know, my journal there ready and he just was pouring out to me that his heart for this season in my life is to write a book because I was willing and able to listen to him. He was going to be faithful to share mm-hmm. through me to help others on their journey with God. So mm-hmm. that was um, that was the start, and it was so rapid. Being never knowing that I was going to be an author, um, and learning how to write a book, who to talk to, how to edit it, and like all those things, God kept bringing people to me. Mm-hmm. I didn't even have mm-hmm. to seek them out. And they just came to me and helped me over the next hurdle. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. and here we go. For the next mm-hmm. one. So mm-hmm. things flowed very smoothly. <laughs> it's like all glory to God. It, it's, it's, it, it tells the story that the story of faith in action. So true. You know, taking one step at a time. And I like what you said when you mentioned that, you know, there was always someone there to help me get through the hurdle, you know, like someone positioned just when you need them to help you get through the next hurdle and the next hurdle and the next hurdle. So here you are, you are six years in and the book, you're writing the book, you know, Powerful Whispers, you have the cabin and all these messages are flowing. Did you write Powerful Whispers in one sitting or it took you like a few weeks, months to put it all like together, just the content. Yeah, the content took me about two months, Mm -hmm. maybe two and a half. Mm -hmm. Um, But in that time, I literally, I took a class. How Mm -hmm. do you write a book? (laughs) I just need a little guidance here. (laughs) And I found this wonderful program. It actually ended up being free because I was, had signed up for a different program. So it was, um, how to write a book was included. So I was so thankful to have that direction. So anyway, it's about two and a half months, which for me was very fast going from, I didn't even know I was going to write to now here's the content. And for those that are interested, I 
I knew from almost day one that God wanted me to have some of my friends to be contributors and where they shared some devotions throughout the book. And that um, made the book even more special that I could share this journey with my prayer partners. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing that you had friends and prayer partners, people in your circle that said, hey, we're going to help. We're going to contribute to this project that God has called you to. That's really great. So when did you realize that in your life, so I'm, I'm expanding it, in your life, when have you realized that it's either God or nothing? So right now we are kind of talking about when you knew that your breakthrough in life has to be done with God or no other person. I'm going to say it was at the end of 2021 where mm. I was all in. I was like, mm -hmm. okay, God, this, this is what I'm supposed to do. And mm -hmm. I'm not going to say that every day is just, oh, it's just amazing. And I'm floating <laughs> on joy every day. <laughs> but, um, having to keep me reminded that God has my best interest in heart. And I absolutely need to pause. You've always had, you've always had joy as your middle name, right? I have. Yes. You've always had joy as your middle name. Do you know why your parents gave you the name joy? Oh, that's, that's a great question. I don't know. <laughs> I know why my why they gave me my first name, but I need to ask them why yeah. they chose Joy. <laughs> I think they like the sound, Krista Joy. It really sounds beautiful. It sounds beautiful. Um, where I'm going with it is, um, you know, before 2020, before 2021, who was Krista Joy? That's a hard question. Like, who, <laughs> who was I? Hmm. I the first word that comes into my head is I was striving. Oh. I was, so it was definitely, you know, in my own flesh, striving. <laughs> Very different from powerful right. whispers. Yeah, so true. <laughs> Very different. So something had to stop you in your tracks. Yeah, that's right. Where were you striving to? Where were you going? So I know now, reflecting back, I I really... I don't know where this came from other than Satan was whispering to me from a very mm -hmm. young age that I was mm -hmm. less than, that I was mm -hmm. a, a quiet wallflower and your voice doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. You should just sit and listen. Mm -hmm. So throughout my life at work, I'd be striving to prove myself like, mm -hmm. like, you know, Hey, listen to me. My still quiet voice. I do know what I'm talking about, mm -hmm. but I didn't have that confidence for a very long time. And I, I wow. finally did at the end, really in 2020, I started to have confidence in who God made me. And mm -hmm. it was people at work started to notice like, well, you're, you're more confident now. Like, yeah. Yes. Because I know who I am in God. Finally, it took me a while. <laughs> and so um, growing and learning and relying more on God and truly daily, I just have to yell at the devil. Like, you have no control over my house. Jesus' blood sh is shed for us, and you cannot speak to me because I am I listening to it. God. I'm getting goosebumps hearing you say that. I, I love it because the word says that you know we have to take those thoughts captive. So true, and we have to be able to bring it under the obedience of Christ. And every day, all day, every day, I'm always, always in the midst of individuals that are struggling with thoughts that don't need to be, and myself included. Everybody has thoughts that don't need to be sitting in their heads, right? Yeah. And you get to choose which ones you want to believe and which ones you want to denounce and just submit it to God. And he's given us the authority to do that, the authority right. to really, you know, talk to our own thoughts. Ooh, I like that. Talk to your own thoughts and be yeah. like, no, 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 no. This yeah. does not sound anything close to what the word says and being able to capture those thoughts. Uh, someone was telling me a few weeks ago that, you know, capturing our thoughts, how do we do that? And I said, there are so many beautiful ways to do that. But one thing that works for me is writing. What works for you? You not being like gift that writing skill was not something that you know at five years old you're like I'm a writer I'm a writer da, 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 da. how before you even came to be a writer how were you purging those thoughts from your mind? 
let's talk about some practical things that people can hear. It was through a lot of prayer. Mm -hmm. And I have, I mean, been on a journey with prayer. So my prayers would be short, but like, okay, God, (laughs) help me would (laughs) often be a prayer. What, what am I supposed to do? I will say over the last few years, I have learned now that prayer is a dialogue. Mm -hmm. It's, Mm -hmm. it's sharing the highs and the lows, everything. Mm -hmm. And some people in the last year have come up to me and like, you know, I don't know how to pray. It's like, well, it doesn't have to be a um, scripted, perfect prayer. It's sharing your heart with God. Like, this is what's, this is what I'm thinking. And one tip that I share is reading from the scriptures. And it's just like praying that back, especially the Psalms. I am just camping out in the Psalms right now and, and repeating the Psalms back to God. It's like, these are your promises, God. And I'm going to say this until I believe it, because this is true. And so Look, I'm that, going to say it until the cows come home. I'm going to say it, say it, yes. say it, say it. And getting you know his word deep in my heart helps. With, with he says it in his word. I was I was actually meditating on that today. Your word have I have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against you. That was I one of that. the very first 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 bible verses that i remember in sunday school they let you repeat it over and over and over again yeah memorize it so you get it because it's a good one right when you hide god's word in your heart what will it do to you it will transform you absolutely so you're talking about prayer and i have your book here and i am going to go to page 93 which is week four for those listening and Krista's book is going to be um, um, the resources. I'll put the resources in my notes to the podcast so that you all can find it. But Krista, this one says, Bloom with God, and it is six. And I'm looking at the prayer that you wrote for that. And I can't help, but I love it. It says, thank you, Lord, for working in me and pruning what is not meant to be in my life. I thought you just said it. Your word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against you. That's when right. he is there, he is going to prune. That's I right. know you prune me because of your prune, your of your pure love for me. Let my roots quickly grow deep in you. For I know in you I will have freedom. Precious Lord Jesus, pour your love over me now. Amen. Ooh, that is powerful. Short, but still powerful. Short and straight to the point. I was um, in conversations with another person. Kate is always in conversations with some people, somebody, somewhere. (laughs) And they mentioned something that I walked away with. We're talking about pruning. Oh, it's a client. Yeah, it's a client. And she said that. But you know, even the pruning is painful. I said, ooh, Mm -hmm. I like that. That's so true. Not not that I like the painful part, because we all know it's painful. But I like your perspective on it. That, you know, we're always saying, like, let God prune you, let God prune you. But then again, it's painful. Right. It's it's suffering. There's suffering in there. There is, you know, there is waiting in there. There is uh, patience that's required in there. Right. When you think back on even going through the process of working with God on this book, um, where would you say, what, what fruit of the spirit would you say really I worked your heart a lot as you were writing this book. You know, patience, love, peace, joy, uh, forbearance, all of those things. Each, all of us have ours, like mine is joy because I need a lot of that every day. Um, so which one is yours and how did that help you during this book project yeah. um, with the Lord? There was so much peace in the, the process and there was actually so much peace I was overwhelmed every day as I was sitting actually right in this chair Mm -hmm. and just was overwhelmed with God's love. And like, so it was precious peace, peace that passes all understanding of while I was really hearing from God of what he wanted to share. It's like, this is uh, incredibly special. And um, I want to do that every day. Just, okay, God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what do you what are you going to share today go ahead and share about um you know I don't want to ask you which of these whispers is your favorite whisper 
But which of these is your favorite whisper? <laughs> the, the one that um, was my, boy, I mean, it's really as hard. <laughs> but the one that comes to mind is my very first one that I wrote about, which is that you are his reflection. Mm. So it was talking about for the first time ever, my experience with um, not looking perfect with having a, a cleft lip and um, struggling with that personally. And I hear I'm going to cry because I always cry, but <clears throat> knowing that God made every single one of us in his image mm -hmm. and he created us perfectly and how we're supposed to be made. It, it was healing for me to write about myself. And it wasn't mm -hmm. my first entry. I don't even know at what point in the, the two and a half months process that I had um, written this one, but it was healing for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then, go ahead. Go, oh, and then I was going to share my other favorite story was talking about my son, uh, my youngest son who was healed. Mm -hmm. And so that was um, special. I don't even know at what, what, Chapter Which one it is, is. Yeah, but it's somewhere in here. And yes. when y'all get the book, page you can, 64, God's yeah, word 64. is healing. <laughs> Talking about healing, and that's what we all need, right? We all need the healing um, in our soul. And I know the transformational healing power of God's word. And to tap into that transformational healing power, that's what Krista has shared with us in the beginning, which is the focus and running after him. Have you yes. ever seen someone that's so madly in love with another person? All of us, have y'all ever been in love <laughs> at some point? I know I yes. have, right? And you know that how that feeling is. You want to see this person all the time. You want to talk to them all the time. You want to be in front of them all the time and all that. Yes. If you have fallen in love with God, great. But if you haven't and you're trying to get there, that's also good. But what Krista is saying is running after God. To me, it's kind of like falling in love with God. That's right. And allowing him to be your all. You know, yeah, your logical mind will have questions for you. Like, now, do you think God is real? And that, 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 that. But you have to have that steadfastness and loyalty mm -hmm. and faithfulness to walk with him just as he walks with you every single day. So Krista, Tell me, um, you know, where you are now when it comes to breathing with God. I don't even want to say breathing again, but breathing with God. Because you went from striving because of all these things that you felt you needed to have to be good. All these things that a lot of women struggle with when it comes to their self-worth and, yes. you know, self-image and all of those things. You had to walk through that to get to a point where now you are like, I know who I am in Christ. So what does that feeling feel like? What does it feel like? And how can you describe it even to another young woman and say that, listen, I, I bet you, if you stick with God, if you stay with him, you'll get to a, a place one day that you'll be able to breathe. And this is what breathing feels like. Share with us. Yes. Well, I would say, make sure that you're not going to give up mm. because during my journey, I, when I was pursuing God, there were, there were a few years that I didn't know how to pause and listen. I was, I would imagine I was probably whining or begging God, please, but I didn't pause and just let God speak to me and, and heal my heart and just be in his presence and truly focus on him for more than like two or three minutes. Mm -hmm. So it's when I paused long enough and focused on God is when huge shifts happened. Mm -hmm. And I know that's going to look different for everybody because God is so creative and unique. He's going to speak to you, um, maybe through nature, uh, maybe through I'm just thinking like your animals are, I mean, he's so, so creative. It can be any way, but to get to the point of being able just to walk out, like I love to go for walks by myself and just look up and like, look at the birds and always reflecting on God, like, oh, you created these birds. 
and truly getting messages. I mean, we have doves in our neighborhood and that is kind of my favorite. Pausing and resting and seeing where God is in the midst of everything that you have going on. As you're talking, I see so much joy and you mentioned that, you know, every day does not look like this, right? But we don't wake up like this. Oftentimes, you know, you wake up and life hits you and it takes you a minute to mm -hmm. kind of get you, find, find your bearing and get yes. out. Um, share with us, like in those moments where you don't feel the joy or like, Things are not going the way they're supposed to. As a godly woman, as a Christian woman, how do you um, process life in a way that does not totally steal the joy, the peace, the love that mm. God has poured into you? Well, I have a very recent example. Actually, mm. this last week. <laughs> where... <laughs> like life doesn't happen every day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, the joy was low that day when I was trying to figure out how to launch my podcast and I was having one tech issue after the other. And I was sitting here crying going, God, this is hard. I know that God called me to start my own podcast. Like, okay, God, I know that you called me to do this, just like you called me to do this book. So I'm going to trust you, but this is hard, God. So I reached out to my girlfriends. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, okay, I need some prayers. I'm struggling even to pray for myself right now because this, like, I'm sad. Like, why does it have to be so hard? <laughs> and then, of course, I told my husband and he's like, you know what? You need to step away from that right now. And you need to go for a walk. <laughs> He didn't tell me that I needed to pray, but I knew that I needed to pray. So an hour later, really, I felt a weight lifted off my shoulder. So I will say I sat too long in the, why me? But I was able to quicker, at least quicker than I have in my past going, okay, need to focus on you, God, because <laughs> that's it. That is it right there. You mentioned that, you know, but I was able to get rebound quicker, right? Like yes. you're able to bounce back quicker. You know, resilience is one of those beautiful traits that I love about anybody, especially those of us who are walking with God. When life happens and the curveballs are thrown at us and all that stuff, what you said is so beautiful. I bounce back now quicker, faster, yes. because you have the tools. You you, right. you know who is defending you. You know who is there for you. So you're Absolutely. no longer going to be like, ah, you know, I'd like, you don't have anybody. You have somebody that is right there waiting right. to fight with you and so for true. you. So and I love that. I love what you said about it. I really, really love that. It's like, yeah, life happens now, but there's a difference between Krista Joy then and Krista Joy now. But Krista Joy now has some warriors <laughs> right amen <laughs> with her so you have experienced um what what i will consider to be low self uh worth you know like yes. going through that period and all that stuff and as you look back on that period of your life um what was that yearning that you had what was the one yearning that you had a longing that you had that you feel like you never received until God came in and filled it up for you. Enough validation that I, I had like self-worth. I had so much self-doubt, mm -hmm. so much negative self-talk within me mm -hmm. almost every day that mm -hmm. um, God is pruning that <laughs> away from me. It's like, okay, that's not of God. So it's um, still work in progress. But mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. I am. Was this throughout? <laughs> was this before marriage or after marriage or during marriage? That's when everything started coming out. Like, <laughs> well, that's a good. I, truly, it was my whole life until just a few years ago. So uh -huh. even you know, grade school and through college, it's just I. Um, there wasn't necessarily 
a particular situation. That's mm-hmm. why I just believe that Satan knew that mm-hmm. my voice was powerful mm-hmm. and he was dampening Doing, it mm-hmm. and pushing it down. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't ever like have this roar mm-hmm. for God. It was last year that I, I heard God say how powerful my voice is in prayer. That even though my my prayers still aren't, you know, they're not elaborate. That's not my style, right? I have to be true to me. And it's like, please but, repeat that. It's like, <laughs> it's not your style. <laughs> so I have to be who God created me to be. <laughs> Might be short prayers, but they're mighty and powerful. <laughs> be who God created me to be. Right. Like that. Sounds so simple, but it's still deep be who God created you to be yes that's so important for everyone a lot of people are searching for the, those answers you know who am I who am I who am I and it's hard for a lot of people to answer that question it you sure know? is it's hard. yes it's hard for a lot of people to answer that question so I like what you said be who God created you to be so I like to ask folks how their heart is doing mm-hmm. And we have talked a lot. You've talked about focusing and running after God, quieting the noise that allows, you know, you to so that you can hear from God and during your journey. Don't give up. You know, creative and unique is how God works with us. Um, tell us as we're coming down to a close on our time together. I want you to spend some time with the audience and walk them through one devotional in this in your book that really captures what you want them to hear when they pick this up to read? The one that jumps out at me right now is that God designed you. Mm. And so, and my girlfriend, Leslie wrote this one, which is just, it's, it's, that makes it even more, (laughs) (laughs) makes it even more special. Uh, But In it, her activation, uh, which I'll read out loud if I may. Mm -hmm. So God uniquely made each of us today choose at least one of these activations that speaks to you. Think about something that you used to love doing when you were a child or something that you used to do and have stopped and pick it back up again. Mm -hmm. Think about something that makes you unique and allows it to make you smile. And then what colors are you drawn to? Use those colors to paint, draw, or color a picture that represents you. Mm-hmm. I feel in this activation, really in all the activations, it's using different parts. You're, you're moving your body and mm-hmm. you're, so it's, you're not just using your mind, but you're, you're, you're drawing, you're singing. Sometimes you're shouting with these activations, like you're, moving your body to say, okay, God, I trust you. I'm stepping, I'm leaning in and shout, shouting, really. mm-hmm. like you've uniquely created me and I'm going to put my toe in the water now mm-hmm. and press in for more of how you created me to be. I love this activation and uh, I'm going to throw it back to you. So the first one, what did you use to love as a child that you would like to pick back up? I loved to do make-believe. <laughs> <laughs> Is that funny? So I was an only child. <laughs> so I I would go and I would create this world. That sounds funny now that I'm saying this out loud, but I just, I had joy of, I'm gonna, I would build these elaborate little houses in the basement <laughs> and just... I would pretend, and I think it was just stepping away and having a creativity that mm-hmm. I didn't have any other outlet for at that time. You had only child. <laughs> yes. I was having joy and being creative with all sorts of things. So if you were to pick that back up today, what would be your, um, the make-believe that you would put up? What, what would you want to make believe? Well, I feel like turning that now of having a space to, um, which I haven't done this very often, but like this blank canvas to draw and to color, and it doesn't have to look beautiful. And it would just be um, that 
it's that time away to just have that creativity flowing that God is going to just pour in mm. through me. You should. You should go for it. You should go for it because there's that inner child in us, right? That inner little girl, that inner little boy that's like, oh my gosh, you know, I didn't finish what I was supposed to do. Yes. So let me, in my corporate work, um, when we have training seminars and stuff like that, and even when we bring like toys and stuff like that, you should see the adults, how the adults play with the toys in the conference rooms and stuff like that. It's like, we still have that, you know, that little person in us that just wants to play. And it's just, it's relaxing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to just be free and there's no expectations mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep no expectations and as a part of us that is always learning for stuff like that so today how would you describe your heart how is your heart mentally physically emotionally spiritually all that how are you i am in awe like my heart is like bursting really with joy like wow i would never have guessed quiet shy krista from just a few years ago is coming into this new role that God has made available to me. So um, my heart is full of expectation and excitement, Mm -hmm. Uh, spiritually excited. I am this month, what um, I'm doing a Bible study plan, looking at Psalms 90 and 91 and just verse by verse and looking at the simplicity of each verse, but yet there's so much depth. Mm -hmm. So it's, um, it's the season of life that I'm in now, just like digging deeper into how one verse actually just like cross references so many other verses and um, having fun. Like, okay, God, what next? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. So the quick fire round questions that come in. So what does joy look like for you these days? So I love to garden. Mm. And the funny thing is, I love to pull weeds. (laughs) (laughs) It is relaxing to me to get rid of the junk. It's kind of like when you're talking about pruning. I'm like pruning my yard. (laughs) I'm getting rid of those weeds that's a little therapeutic and then I love to go with my family to coffee shops and so it's finally summer here in Minnesota where we can sit out on the patio and enjoy so that brings me lots of joy (laughs) so many women out there going through so much so many sisters going through so much if you had to sit a sister down and had just a few minutes with them what would you want to share with them that you believe this is how God would want you to be, or this is what God wants you to hear. What would you share with them, that golden nugget? So as I was praying about a golden nugget today, this is what I want to share with all those listening. Mm -hmm. So it's don't give up. Don't give up. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Run after him because God is weaving a story in you. You might not see the end of what that story looks like now, but God is going to use all of these things for his glory because you are focusing on him and running after him. So I pray that you are encouraged to not give up hope. God is for you and he is pours blessings out onto those that are seeking after him. That that phrase, God is weaving a story in you. For those of you who get my newsletter, you know that we put out our, our snippet of the podcast and that's making it in there because that is so beautiful. God is weaving a story in you. And I mean, it is, it's just beautiful. So how do you give yourself permission to breathe every day? Oh, every day. I allow myself as much time as God needs me to sit and just be with God. Now, some Mm -hmm. days it's a long time, but I'm okay with that because (laughs) everything else can wait. If God is wanting to speak, I'm just going to sit and rest. So one thing um, 
this was hard for me because I, I like to sleep. But um, please go back and say that again. <laughs> I do like to sleep, but um, God will often wake me up clock in the morning. It's like, okay. You've slept enough. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You're done. I'm giving you the energy for the day, Krista. You can go. <laughs> it's time to get up. The house is quiet. <laughs> No, it's funny. Like, no, you can't sleep anymore. Get up. <laughs> so. And one huge thing, which I still falter in, is I have to have my phone in the other room. Mm-hmm. I used to be like, oh, I'm going to have my phone because I'm going to have you know, worship music. And now, nope, that doesn't work for me anymore. I just, mm-hmm. it has to be in the kitchen and I'm going to be in the living room. <laughs> Too many distractions. Oh, it has been a joy. Like, yeah. I mean, just as your name says, to sit with you. Finally, we have been working on this, planning this out. And Powerful Whispers, y'all, it is out everywhere. It's on Amazon. And I mean, it is everywhere. So when you get this, Krista sent it, you send a note with it. I have my special note here (laughs) that I received along with the bookmarker and all that stuff. So she has some extra stuff in the book for you. But it is a seven-week journey discovering who you are to God. And you guys, when you get it and you start reading it, it is going to bless you. It says, God knows you. God loves you. God fights for you. God provides for you. God chooses you. God's peace is for you. God's powerful whispers can change your life. Amen. You can never have too many devotionals y'all so pick this up (laughs) and let God speak to you because just as much as he is everywhere he is also in the whispers and I said that in his words so Krista how can our dear sisters get in touch with you connect with you follow you support you all the good stuff sure well I'd love to share so I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Krista Joy Ministries. Um, you can check me out on my website, kristajoyministries.com. So, and sign up for my newsletter, which I send out about twice a month. Um, I'm also on Twitter. I'm not as, not as active out there, but uh, love to connect with you. That's yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I love your heart. I love you. Thank you for all the amazing things that you're doing and we get to do in ministry right now you're my my ministry sister like we're all trying to do this thing together (laughs) and I can't wait for what the Lord has for you and obviously we are growing so you will see me I'll see you in the circles all those things I want to share with your listeners too that if you go to my website I have two free devotionals there so they're each of them are five-day devotionals that you can download um, one is about peace, peace in the Lord, and the other one is joy, having joy in the Lord. So feel free to download those and um, have a fun little devotional to start. <laughs> it has been great, Pastor. So we will catch up next time. Thank you so much. Well, and thank, thank you for you. coming to Choose to Live Free. <laughs> yes, thanks for having me. Bye. Bye.